First of all, wow, what an unbelievable report that has been filed by the special counsel. What really strikes me here are the reasons to decline to prosecute this case. Remember, the former president, Donald Trump, also facing charges at this point in time for willful retention of documents. You've got that word willful again here. We're talking about the current president of the United States for behavior when he was the then vice president and following that. Why that's so important is because those two charges or those two allegations certainly track, but one resulted in not a prosecution, the other did. Now, remember, both this person, the special counsel, her and Jack Smith, have been on parallel tracks investigating the retention of classified documents. Where they vary is the meat of the matter, Brianna. They vary because Joe Biden voluntarily alerted the public and, of course, special counsel, at, well, at that time, the DOJ, that he had the documents in his possession. Trump had to be subpoenaed and continued to fight it after that. His case diverges in terms of disclosure, potentially, and, of course, the behavior after they asked him for the documents back. Biden, on the other hand, the way in which the documents were kept is a very key part of the decision not to prosecute here. They said it was in a, a damaged box of some sort with household items around it, which undermined the prosecution's ability to say that it was a willful retainment and not an inadvertent um, retention of documents and that it would have not been an easy case to prove. But then there's that damning part about how a jury might see this person elderly, well-meaning, well and instead result in this behavior. That's a very scathing summation of a reason not to prosecute, but it does vary in a very meaningful way. Ultimately, the political aspect of this will undoubtedly rule the day in conversation. But pragmatically speaking, if you're a prosecutor, you're looking at a number of factors. One, can I prove the intent and willfulness to my best ability and beyond a reasonable doubt? They don't believe that they could have done so. They decided not to prosecute. The other aspect is, what are the optics in terms of how I'm going to establish through circumstantial evidence or contextual clues what was done here? If I cannot meet my burden of proof, I cannot actually prosecute the case with a straight face and an eye towards justice. But remember very early on, the reason that Merrick Garland, the attorney general, appointed these two special counsels, Jack Smith, and of course, Mr. Hur, was why? Because optically, he did not want there to be some notion that one person who had an eye towards other prosecutorial matters with Donald Trump would decide both issues. So this is really important in terms of the optics politically and how people will see this. How can it be that both have been said to willfully retain and only one ends up in a prosecution? This is exactly the narrative and the talking point that will be used in defense of Donald Trump, and it'll be the exact thing talked about for Joe Biden as to why they chose not to prosecute him for this. Optically, very problematic, but as a former prosecutor, if you cannot make your case, you shall not prosecute. They felt they could in the Donald Trump area, and that's very distinct. The level of cooperation from Biden's team, mm -hmm. uh, a large part of why charges are not being pushed forward here. And also, we should note, uh, against his ghostwriter as well, because there was a consideration at yes. one point, the special counsel details over pursuing uh, uh, an attempt to, uh, I forget the, the, the exact term, but, but essentially interfering with the investigation, right, Laura? Because he deleted mm -hmm. some yeah. uh, audio notes. Obstruction, obstruction, thank you. Obstruction after he deleted some audio notes, conversations that he'd had with President Biden after he learned 
that uh, an investigation was underway into those classified documents and ultimately the special counsel opting not to press charges largely because that uh, ghostwriter cooperated completely with the investigation and even turned mm -hmm. over some of the most damning evidence. What you're seeing really is prosecutorial discretion. Now, the way the sausage is made in Congress ain't pretty. It's not pretty in the Department of Justice either. But the considerations as to why you're going to encase that sausage are all about how you can prove your case. And cooperation goes a very long way. Why? Not because it's a way of sort of kissing up, but because it undermines, before a jury, the notion that somebody is intentionally engaged in behavior that was nefarious and criminal. Now, the fact that there was a disclosure that he was aware of and then deleted, potentially, as they were outlined in this particular um, report, does track a lot with what you may have heard in Mar-a-Lago, right? The notion that he was trying to, talking about Trump, destroy some evidence or a server or was aware of something and did not disclose to his attorneys fully about the scope of the amount of documents that were in his possession and beyond. This is where the, poli the political optics comes into play yet again. But to focus the issue from the legal perspective specifically, remember the burden of proof for willfulness is always, is always going to have that intent and that mens rea, your state of mind component. And the more that you do to try to demonstrate your cooperation or your inadvertence or ways that suggest that once you were made aware, then you took corrective action, it can go a long way in terms of undermining a prosecutor's ability to really make their case. That factored in very largely here. But just to be specific for the audience, the disclosure was made to a ghostwriter in furtherance of a book. Okay? I think the book was called Promise Me, Dad, I think back in 2070, if I'm not mistaken. And that disclosure to that person is where Biden allegedly said something to, along the lines of, oh, I found the classified documents in the basement or in the location they were in. Well, the special counsel examined that proposition and thought that was the strongest case to make for a prosecution. But because of the manner in which the documents were kept, the appearances that it was among a number of household different items and beyond suggest that it was not intended to be kept secret and sacrosanct as the way it should have been or trying to divulge to somebody else. And that factored into all of this. We compare this most directly with the images we've seen from the Mar-a-Lago case, the positioning of the documents, the accessibility to people from the Mar-a-Lago resort and beyond. And while I hesitate to compare these two cases directly, how can one help but do so in this instance? But these are divergent for this very reason. One stepped on a rake, the other cooperated.